When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. The Writers Guild of America on strike, and it could mean that all of your favorite television shows will go away, and they may not come back. This could cripple television. It could bring television to its knees. Because of the writers' strike, you will unfortunately not be able to see the rest of this skit. But rest assured, it was hilarious. This message has been brought to you by the Writers Guild of America. It's all fun and games until your favorite TV show goes dark mm-hmm. or goes into reruns that you've seen a thousand times. It's funny, uh, at the Met Gala on Monday night, Jimmy Fallon was there and, you know, a reporter, somebody stuck a mic in his face and said, you know, how are you feeling about the writer's strike? And he said he would support his writers all the way. Uh-huh. Are you saying he's not? Well, one of his own employees says he's not. Sarah Kobos is a senior photo research coordinator who works for Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. Okay. And yesterday she tweeted this, quote, he wasn't even at the meeting this morning to tell us we won't get paid after this week. Wow. That's upsetting. Like, that's that's kind of big news. That's sort of devastating because I don't know how long this strike is going to go on. Do the writers look at him like he's their boss or? Oh, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big deal for your boss not to be at a pivotal meeting like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his thinking was. Maybe he just thought, well, you know, it's in NBC's hands and we all work for NBC. So we're all being affected because does he continue to get paid? Oh, I'm sure. Him not going to that meeting may may be helpful in later stuff. You know what I mean? Like, him going there may cause more issues. I'm sure that's what mm. he was thinking. Yeah. It still sucks, but... Yeah, so Sarah went on to say, in addition to not being at the meeting to tell us that we wouldn't get paid after this week, uh, she appealed to him directly, Jimmy Fallon, please support your staff. Had fun bowling with you last week, but a fun party won't pay my rent. Yeah. Yeah, so in addition to not paying employees after this week, Kobo says NBC plans to cut off their health insurance after this that month. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if the if the strike is still going by the 
by the end of this month and uh, they lose their health insurance. What is it, COBRA? Is that what it's called, oh, which yeah. you go on in between jobs? Yeah, but and that's, that's insanely a lot of money. expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah, I want to say, well, I, God, I know. Well, wasn't it like $1,000 a month or something crazy like that? Yeah, for it me, in 2002, yeah. when I had a little gap between the last mm-hmm. place, yeah, pretty much. It, it was, was about $1,000 a month. It is nuts. Ugh. Yeah, 21 years ago, it was $1,000 a so month. So I don't even know now. what it is now. Yeah. And and she pointed out, too, just to compare here, I, you know, you hate to compare, but I'm just saying, Seth Meyers told his staff that he would try to take care of them financially after NBC stops paying. And oh, I don't that's know, nice. I don't know what kind of payroll that is, and I don't know what kind of money he makes, so... Yeah. How painful would that be for right. Seth Meyers or Jimmy Fallon, too? How many writers do they have on their staff? You know, if Seth Meyers has four writers that are, oh, you I think know. they got probably way more than that, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I, I don't sure. know. You know, with, say, 10. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and each of 10. them is making 50 a year, which right. is, you know, so. It adds up. That's a, that's a half a million a year. If they're off for six months, that's 250 grand. I bet Seth Meyers has an extra 250 grand sitting around that he could probably pay. But you're but you're just yeah. talking about the writers. If right. the whole show is dark, you know, what about the camera Everybody guy, the else. lighting guy, the yeah. set people, the band members, all Craft the other services. staff members, the, the senior photo coordinator, yeah. researcher, whatever How long does. do they normally, I mean, this has happened before, how long do they anticipate this will Wasn't help. it 100 days last time? I think the last one was 100 days, but there was one before that that went even longer. It was like almost six months. Wow. Oh. Wow. Well, give, so, them, give them what they want for crying out loud. They can afford it. I know. They're making money. <laughs> they're like, making, what's the big deal? Yeah. I will say Jay Leno, who used to be the host of The Tonight Show back in the day, he showed up at a picket line at Disney to hand out donuts to the strikers. <laughs> And uh, he doesn't even have a show right now. Yeah, that's good. He, he also did that during the writer's strike in 2007. So he was out there supporting his guys. Yeah. Uh, Rob Lowe joined a picket line at the Paramount lot on Melrose in Hollywood to support his son, John Owen, who I guess is in the Writers Guild. I saw a picture of that. That There's a picture of the two of them. It's going viral because yeah. he's actually there and being supportive. I think the quote of the day was from actress Natasha Leone, who was also picketing at Paramount. And she goes, hey, everybody's got to look out for each other. Otherwise, the world is gross. <laughs> True that. It just blows my mind, though, when you were saying how little the writers make. That oh, there are some that, I mean, without the writing, you got nothing. Without yeah. the writing, you got nothing. Well, one of the sticking points that you brought up, Chat GPT, oh, artificial intelligence. See, I hate that. And they will not budge on that. Oh. They want to keep that option open. I know it. And it's it's just horrifying. You know, you know how many people that is going to unemploy? How oh, yeah. I mean, it'll probably I mean, happen to us eventually. Eventually, sure. I mean, they could, they could do it right now. Did you hear that entire Joe Rogan po- podcast that he never did, but they took his voice and created an entire podcast that was like that's that sounds awful legit to me yeah it was pretty good was a pretty entertaining i don't even remember what the topic was i didn't i didn't listen to the whole thing i just heard a little bit of it and i'm like oh my god let me ask you horrifying by that happening he wouldn't get paid for that is essentially what these what what you think is happening what you think will happen down the road they can have his voice say anything they want to say 
they can put something up and say that it is real, that he never said, that he wouldn't believe, that any of us would never even think. Yeah. You know how quickly they can cancel somebody oh, by yeah. just simply taking their voice and having them say all kinds of horrific things? And the damage is done. Damage is you done. ring the bell. Damage is done. Yeah. And it's, it's horrifying. A, it's already happened in the voiceover world. And mm-hmm. so in the voiceover business, uh, voiceover artists, they put their demos online. And there are a couple of platforms. One is Voices.com. And one is voice123.com. And I think it was Voices that started it. And Voices123, Voice123 may also be doing it, where when you agree to put your demo mm-hmm. to, to do, it's it's kind of like Etsy for voiceover guys. You yeah. know, it's where you can go put to search for a voice. And, you can hire yeah. someone. All your demos are uploaded so they can hear what you sound like and the kind of work that you do. But part of the deal you're making when you go on that site is, they get to keep all the audio samples of your voice for future artificial intelligence to eventually put you out oh of my business. God. It's been it's they've been doing it for years. I know. Yeah. And it's awful. And and we're just letting it happen. And that's what's so scary. It's by the time people get by the time by people the time understand people wake up. Right. By the time they understand what's happening, it's, it's too late. Too late. It's wow. too late. And right. I mean that's you know, that's the case with a lot of things in the world, right? Yeah. <sighs> now we're still human, right? I we think are. so. Yeah, Most times. Okay. <laughs> Although on Friday, maybe I could chat GPT myself in. Just curious. <laughs> I don't know, Friday. man. Some of the scripts I've seen from these chat GPT things, and I know the technology will get better, but currently the way that it has worked, and we've tried it here at the station behind the scenes for some different things, is it's not, it doesn't talk like people talk. Yeah, you can it, still kind of tell. It talks that like it's, a bad book report. Right. Yeah. And so, like, because I don't know. everything is in a complete sentence. Like, I don't know how that's going to work when they're writing scripts for Game of Thrones uh, They'll like tweak that. it. They'll tweak oh, I know. it. Well, that's I'm what saying. happens yeah. is they get the chat GPT to do that, and then they have a human read it, just one, and then that's the person that has to humanize it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary. Know. It eliminates jobs, but keeps one. I'm trying to put a little hope out there. No, Scary I and sad. Just go away. Yeah. If the guy that created all that AI is quitting, I am too. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. We're like out. we're we don't need it. Yeah. All right. So Ed Sheeran, this is this is potentially very sad news. You know, he's been in court defending himself against claims that his hit Thinking Out Loud is a ripoff of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. He raised the stakes this year. Ed's lawyer asked him what he would do if the court rules against him. And he said, quote, if that happens, I'm done. I'm stopping. I find it to be really insulting. I work really hard to be where I'm at. So he's being sued by a company called Structured Asset Sales, who bought one third of the shares of the song from the family of Ed Townsend, who co-wrote Let's Get It On. Made famous by Marvin Gaye. Right. Right. Ed also got snippy with the plaintiff's lawyer at one point saying, you're trying to diminish my success. Thinking out loud was my first Grammy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, if he legitimately did not steal. Right. And he's being accused of it. It's like, well, why even bother doing something new? Putting if everybody, something out there. Putting something out there. If people are just going to line up and accuse me of not being integrous you know we've all been in that situation where you thought and whether it's a job or whatever but you're like just i'm done just screw it i'm not gonna do it isn't worth it anymore this isn't worth it does anybody know what the legal threshold is in a case like this in other words if it's not intentional if it wasn't willful then does he get a pass because if you listen to the two songs 
you be the judge here. Pretend okay. you're the jury. Okay. I've been really trying, baby. This is kind of a mashup of Marvin Gaye. together well but are they the exact same like did he rip it off yeah. i don't think so i mean it sounds like a mashup that works well together i mean the chord structure on the verse is the same but ed's singing on different beats than yeah. marvin does but the chorus and the bridge are not similar but it does have that similar music stop just like marvin's version since we got to I mean, I think in this case, no. But in other cases, yes. I mean, you can hear it sometimes when, like, what's her name? Olivia Rodrigo took, what is it, Paramore. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, absolutely the same. I think when you compare artists like Ed Sheeran, who is obviously a talented artist. Songwriter, C Compared yeah. to, hey, we found this girl that can sort of sing who's extremely hot that we're going to run through the music machine so we can bust out a couple hits and make a couple million and then send her off to do something else. It's different, yeah. It's different. Like, he's a legitimate artist. Well, I would argue that while there are some similarities, and there will be just in the world, you're mm -hmm. going to have yes. similarities. I don't think it's similar enough that it yeah. would warrant the kind of damages they're asking for. Yeah, Agreed. and they're asking for a lot of money. Like, if I was on the jury, I would say, mm, I can see where you can, no. Yeah. You know, yeah. No. I can see where you could produce a mashup that would sound pretty cool, but. Great, but no. Yeah. How about the two of you work together, make a collab, and then share the money that comes from the collab? I, I love it, how yeah. adamant Ed is, though. I mean, he's, he's digging defiant. his heels in. He's yeah, like, he's really pissed. Because he knows, you know, he knows he didn't, he didn't do it. Yeah. Not intentionally, anyway, you know? Right. Hmm. Well, we'll, well see it just what makes me, you know, I I have a country western song that I need to write now. I'm just scared <laughs> to do it. It's you want to hear the title I of do. it? Yeah. I got, <laughs> I got a whole lot of nothing to do, and I want to spend my nothing with you. Oh, that's cute. Well, Don't you think? We can call some friends in Nashville and start putting it together. I know. What inspired you, you to write that? It just came to me, Jeff. You know how it just comes to just people? Just now? It, no, I've oh. been sitting on this one for a while. Just haven't sat oh, down to totally write it. you totally write I know. I think where, oh, where right? are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? We need to put music Looking for my Kroger us. copy. I searched no. the world over sure. and thought I found true love. You met another and pfft, you was gone. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, maybe leave the vocals to someone else. Yeah, but, maybe. But Good timing, Rhea. I can sing it, it on the, the, what do they call it? The demo. I'll sing it on the demo just so, there you, go. you know, they kind of get a feel for it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner's wife of 18 years, designer Christine Baumgartner, has filed for divorce. There's no word on what led to the split. She's just claiming irreconcilable differences. Wow. She is also not asking for spousal support. But there is a prenup. 
No, so so she'll be all right. Obviously getting something. Does anybody feel like something's going on with him? Yes. I feel like, I'm like, is he getting big for his britches or is something happening here? Because there's all this drama surrounding him with Yellowstone and the writers and the creators of all of that. And now his wife is leaving. And it's like, what's happening, Kevin? Was he having all of these issues at home with his wife that was turning him into a very grumpy person and making him difficult to work with on Yellowstone? Was his personal life bleeding into his professional, making him more difficult to work with? Or vice versa. Was Mm -hmm. his, you know, was he bringing the work home with them? And his wife was like, look, I'm done. I'm fed up with this. Yeah, because I think, you know, when you're a movie actor, like, okay, you maybe go away for, you know, three or four months or you work on a movie. Mm -hmm. And that's assuming you have to leave town. You know, some of them can just do it right there in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. and then they're off for a few months. But if you're doing, when you're doing a regular TV show as intense as Yellowstone for a sustained period of time, season after season, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I wonder if it just takes its toll. If, if it maybe just, yeah, it took its toll and it created some kind of rift at home and they drifted apart and he's dealing with this resurgence in fame and i don't know could be yeah. a lot to handle i guess for anybody no matter how long you've been doing so it. so many possibilities and this is kevin's second marriage by the way he and christine share three children ages 12 14 and 15 they are both asking for joint custody a rep for Kevin said, it is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a d- dissolution of marriage action. Uh, we ask that his, Christine's, and their children's privacy be respected as they navigate this difficult time. How old is Kevin now? Oh, I don't know. 70, Late 60s? Something. Hang like that. Sounds about right. He will... Interesting to see who he ends up with next. How is he going to end up with a 30 year old? 68. <laughs> Giselle. 68. Him and Giselle. Giselle. There you go. That's so what's going on. <laughs> what's the age rule again? Your age divided by two plus nine. So 68 divided by two is 34 plus nine, 43. That's as low as he can go. That's as low as he can go. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I think mean, he could go much lower. I think he could go a lot lower. <laughs> Well, he did Piper. What is it? Piper Parabu? Isn't that the actress that he's sleeping with on the on Yellowstone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I how mean, old how is old is she? she? She's Let's probably see. 50. She's beautiful. And um, how does 46. that 46? Tra- how does that translate to you watching it? You know, does that seem weird or does that seem totally? Yeah, I don't know. Relate. Anytime you're sleeping with somebody that's your dad's age. <laughs> That's it. Gets a little weird for I don't me. Think Do we so. know what the story is between her and her dad? <laughs> Some, something about that them works for me in that situation. I don't know what it is, but I really believe that he is just attractive to all types. Uh, yeah, and all ages. Yes, I really and do. always has been. It's I, when he's not attractive yeah. that it becomes creepy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just had to put yeah. the truth out. It there. is That's true. The truth. Yeah. It is yes. true. <laughs> well, that is your latest e-news. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see AJR with special guests Lawrence and Livingston, presented by the Bunbury Music Festival, Friday, June 23rd. That's coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> 
always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's up? Hey. Hey. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Uh, pretty good for a Wednesday. Yeah, good. Wednesday's usually pretty sucky. <laughs> uh, you know, middle of the week. Trying to get to the end. Yeah. yeah. Fritch hates yeah. Tuesdays. That's her day from hell. Yeah. Wednesdays uh, are a little better for you, though, right? Yeah. It's Wednesdays good for me because it's closer to the weekend and it's the mental start to the mental start of the weekend. That's right. exactly right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Good, good thinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday for me just feels like the weekend was so far away. So far away. And the mm-hmm. next weekend is not even within reach. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. And we're glad you're here with us. That's right. So Thank this you. is what we want to do. We want to hook you up with some AJR tickets. And you just have to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Okay? Okay. All right. Is it A, a mortuary worker got caught selling body parts? Is it B, substitute teacher caught selling stolen crayons and plastic fruit? Or C, McDonald's worker caught selling frozen burger patties out of the trunk of his Prius. Hmm. I'm going to go with A. You're right. It is. Look at you. Elbows. Get your elbows. What? Ah. (laughs) Exactly. What is happening? Anyone in the market for a body part? No. No. No takers? No. I'll pass. Good. right. There's a market out there somewhere, obviously. Uh, yeah, so anyone, anyone out there got a really weird side hustle? Because you're not going to beat this. A former mortuary worker from Little Rock, Arkansas, is facing charges for stealing body parts and selling them through Facebook. Oh, boy. Her name is Candace Scott, and she's 36 years old. She worked for a company that provided the University of Arkansas with cadavers for mm-hmm. medical research. And last year, cops got a tip that she had been selling body parts to some guy in Pennsylvania and sending him through the mail. No. She allegedly got in touch with him through a Facebook group he runs called Oddities. Oddities (laughs) just sells weird stuff. Well, sells odd stuff. Yeah. Her initial message said she loved his work and asked, just out of curiosity, would you know anyone in the market for a fully intact, embalmed brain? Oh, my God. So over the course of nine months, I guess he was, because over the course of nine months, she allegedly mailed him 20 boxes of body parts. Yeah. Including There's always a buyer out there. There's always a buyer out there. Uh, An ear was sent. Uh Hmm. As was an arm, lungs, livers, kidneys, hands, wow. skulls, and a full human head. 
He paid her a grand total of $10,975. Wow. And now both of them have been arrested. She's pleading not guilty to 12 counts of mail fraud, wire fraud, and transportation of stolen property. Um, his name is Jeremy Pauly. He's the buyer. He's 40. Um, they're both facing serious jail time. I'm just looking at his mugshot. Half his face is tattooed to look like dragon scales. His right eyeball is black, and he's got he's metal spikes dude. implanted in his scalp. Yeah. Hmm. I have a friend. <laughs> this is awful. I have a friend, four-year-old on the autism spectrum. They knew someone who died. They go to the visitation, and the four-year-old with autism walks up to the wife of the deceased and asks, Can I have his eyes? Oh, wow. Can you imagine? For what? Just to keep, just to kind of. Like, no, he was just, he, that was his thing. He was, he was obsessed with dead bodies and just out of nowhere, wow. he just walked up and said, can I have, can I have his eyes? Oh, wow. So can what you, did she say? I think, well, she, she knew, she knew yeah. him. So, you know, I think she just said, I don't, you know, I don't think so, honey. No, I know. I think he needs not those today. when he goes to heaven. Yeah, yeah. he might need He's going to hold on to him a little longer. Oh, my God. Yeah. But as a parent, can you imagine? No. It's like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> $10,975 for all those body parts doesn't sound like a lot no, of money. No, it does, does not it? sound like a lot of money. Yeah. All right, well, coming up, are you getting less food if you happen to order that food online? I think so. You think you're getting ripped off? I think so. I know I felt like I haven't got very much chicken and rice or fries at times. Yeah, there's been a few times lately where we've ordered where I've been disappointed with the amount of fries. Like you pay $7 for a side Mm. of these high-end Truffle fries or whatever they were, and there's like seven. Yeah. Or the salad. You're like, where's all the lettuce? I mean, this is a salad, and there's nothing in there. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll get to that story. Plus, no more clipping grocery store coupons. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.